Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana, aka Mod. And I'm David, aka Macintosh. It's season six, episode 23, Where the Apple Lies. After Apple Bloom is caught in a lie, Applejack shares her own habit of stretching the truth used to get her in trouble when she was a filly. It's our seasonal Apple Family episode. Apple Family, we get some Apple lore, and we find out that our honest Applejack used to be kind of a big fat liar. A little bit. Big fat liar, and Big Macintosh used to talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's nuts. Well, we've got a guest to help us out today. Who is our guest today, David? Our guest is Vin from the Chimera Pod. Hey, Vin. Howdy, y'all. Thank you so much for being here, Duck Ponies. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, so what? what is your experience with My Little Pony? How'd you get interested in it? So I you know, grew up in the 80s, so it was sort of in the in the atmosphere, but not something I had like, like I have no idea what an 80s My Little Pony cartoon looks like at all oh. um it, it's dark and kind of depressing compared to this one <laughs> because i would you know i would watch what was on most of the time so i would see like even like a rainbow bright a strawberry shortcake my little pony was just never in that space where i would like see it so i just had knowledge of like the merchandise and the advertising and then when this series came out like you know the buzz in the nerd circles that i exist in was like actually this show is pretty solid Okay, and my partner's a fan of, you know, she also grew up in the 80s and, like, is on the lady side, so she has much more of an affinity towards it, and we're like, okay, let's check this out. And we did, and it was pretty great, and I've seen, I think, most of the series at least twice now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't seen anything in season nine, so I can't spoil that for you. I've seen up through all of season eight, though. The Apple family. How do you feel about the Apple family? I enjoy the Apple family. They're not like, you know, like everyone loves Pinkie Pie. And I'm like, definitely more like a Fluttershy, Twilight Sparkle sort of guy. Mm-hmm. But like, I enjoy an Apple. There's an episode in season seven that's an Apple family episode that is like extremely personal for me in a way that I didn't expect at all. No. I have, I think, maybe a stronger affinity now than I did probably my first time through up to this point. I've always identified the most with Applejack because she's so practical. Mm -hmm. And so while I can have really high Pinkie Pie energy, I always just default to like, well, I I should buy the black shoes because those are that's the practical ones that I'll wear. Like I just default to practical. So I'm like, yeah, I'm Applejack. It's just the way it is. And in the meantime, my family is the Apple family. Your family (laughs) is the Apple family and it's really obnoxious. A little bit. Yeah, your your grandma is Granny Smith. Uh-huh. Aw. Which is entertaining at the same time. I mean, it makes me Big Macintosh for yeah. more than one reason, so. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, this episode, I, I've seen it. I had seen it before, but when we were actually going through this for the show, it was like, wait, what? What is happening? The same thing happened to me. Like, when, when I got my assignment, I was like, I don't recall that episode at all. So I went and rewatched it, and I was like, oh, this is a big deal for Big Mac and like possibly kind of really complicated for him. 
it explodes everything we know about Big Mac. Mm -hmm. It continues this trope of them telling us, not giving us the whole story about certain things, but letting us know that they have thought about it to a degree. Yep. (laughs) Which is also just rude. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it totally undercuts the fact that we know Applejack to being the most honest pony. In fact, like three episodes ago, Flim and Flam say, you never lie at Applejack. But is that true? This is this is something I was thinking about again watching this. And something I like about the show is that when when they're touching on a pony's element of harmony sort of stuff, mm-hmm. it's often about their failings in that regard. Like we see Fluttershy struggling with how to manage kindness. Uh-huh. Rarity screws up all the time, as you're aware. Uh-huh. Um, I'll stand rarity. But this isn't a rarity episode, so I'm not going to worry about it. Correct. <laughs> I was about to say, do you have feelings about rarity? No, 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 no. This is an <laughs> Apple episode. Let's keep it to apples. Um, I'm, I have to take the temperature of all of our guests regarding rarity. I am more positive on rarity than I would have expected to be, just given the general concepts of the main six. Fair. But like, we see Applejack struggle with honesty a lot, I think. Like, if you think about the episode Pinky Apple Pie, where they go on the road trip with Pinkie Pie, mm-hmm. Applejack's first instinct is to say, do not show her who we really are all the time. You're not wrong. I'm just, I'm trying to be like, what's the Applejack defense of that behavior? Because you're not, you're not wrong. Well, it's, it's, it's all omission, right? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. these are, these are flat out lies that she tells. Yeah, and yeah. The lesson is she never decided to tell a lie again. But what she does is not tell the whole truth. And we see that a lot. Mm. Yeah. She will hide from the truth a lot. Yes. Mm. Like that time she completely leaves town. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was sad. It's like she struggles with it still. She just has her own her own ways, which I think is a really neat thing that the series does. No, you're not wrong. I just had never thought about it in that way. I think, too, if you're deciding that, you know, your thing is going to be honesty that means you're going to have to sometimes confront things that are really uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you decide to try to run from it. Yeah. Or ignore it. You have, yep. you have to be honest with yourself. All right. Well, we start this episode. We're at Sweet Apple Acres and we are loading up a wagon for Filthy Rich, one of our favorite townie ponies. Well, that's the last of it, Filthy Rich. Just Rich, please. And on behalf of Rich's Barnyard Bargains, thanks for another season's shipment of Zap Apple Jam. Our pleasure. See you next time. And so, like, Filthy Rich runs away, and so, like, Applejack and Big Mac go into the barn. Uh, Emblem, did you pick up the cider into the same crates as the Zap Apple Jam? Sure did. Now that I'm getting older, I want to prove that I can handle more responsibility on the farm. And she's sitting on a pyramid of crates. <laughs> like, super proud of herself. But the crates aren't marked. You kept track of what went into which crate, right? Oh, um, yeah. I totally kept track of everything. Good, because we wouldn't want Filthy Rich to get a shipment of cider when he's supposed to get Zap Apple Jam. You know how Granny feels about selling cider anywhere but on the farm. Are you sure he got the right crates? Sure, I'm sure. Why don't you and Big Mac head on out to the house and let me finish up here? She is pushing them out the door. And like Applejack walks backwards and she hits a crate and she hears a rattle in between. So she opens up the crate. If you gave Rich the Zap Apple Jam, then what's this here? Um, extra? Nope. 
<laughs> As a person who works in a warehouse, I extremely feel this situation. <laughs> like we've had that where we're like, oh, this box is not what we thought was in this box. Whoops. Or where did this box come from? It is unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. We get our theme song. My little pony. My little pony. Aww. I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna dub that now. Trying to shake shake things up a little bit. Have some fun. So we come back and now Filthy Rich is back and they are switching the crates out in the wagon. <laughs> Granny knows I wasn't trying to make off with a shipment of cider, right? Because I would never do that. Don't worry. We know exactly whose fault it was. So I, I love that Filthy Rich is like scared about this. Like mm-hmm. he does not want to piss off Granny. Who would? I don't know. It's just funny to me with all the other interactions we've had with Filthy Rich to see him like legitimate be like, no, no, no I don't, I don't want to ruin this with Granny. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This is just an error. <laughs> yeah, it turns out he knows his place. <laughs> he does. He really does. Turns out Filthy Rich, not the worst. Like, yeah. Super privileged pony for sure, but like not a bad dude. Runs an honest business. An honest bargain business, if, well, if, yeah. if that's such mm-hmm. a thing. <laughs> he's, he's making good deals. Yeah. And so he pulls away. Now, why in tarnation would you lie to me, Apple Bloom? I was kind of hoping I could fix it before any pony found out. Telling lies won't fix anything. Trust me, I know. What would you possibly know about it? You've never told a lie in your whole life. (laughs) And then Granny Smith comes in and she has heard this and she's laughing as well. So good. What's so funny? Oh, sugar cube. Your big sister lied so much when she was a filly, the whole family ended up in the hospital. What? (laughs) Yup. You might as well tell her the whole story. Might even do her some good. So Granny Smith pulls out a rocking chair from nowhere. <laughs> she, like, yanks it from the ether. She's, she's got a story to tell. Well, when Applejack and Big Mac were just a wee bit older than you are now, they both kept a squabbling over who would run the farm better. And so we have, I like, I like this bit of animation because we almost just do a, a direct cut to young Applejack and a young Big Macintosh standing in the exact same spots. And now they're starting to argue. (laughs) And like Applejack looks pretty much the same, but she's just smaller. Uh And Big Mac is almost the same size, but his hair is much more spiky. And it is precious to me. It's like teen Macintosh. Yeah, like extremely tween hair. It's it's teen dream Macintosh. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is that you may have plenty of brawn, but I'm the one with the ideas on how to run things better around here. Applejack, Applejack, Applejack. Ideas are all well and good, but you can't plow a field with them. I don't know how many times I've told you that. Too many. And and it comes Granny Smith. And also her hair is like much fuller. She's younger. She's still she's still a granny, but she's more spry. Mm-hmm. You two horn toads better stop jabbering and get to working. Yeah, they better. I love that she says that to the camera. Yeah. Like she just stops, makes the aside. They better get to work. I, I love it when they do an aside <laughs> in animation because it's not an actor making a choice. It is an animator deciding this is the thing we're going to do. It requires steps. It requires foresight. It's the best. I need you to go to town. Apple Black's been awful. And if we don't get more spray, cider season will be shorter than a dwarf crab apple tree. Okay, and we we do actually see, like, she's looking at, like, sorting bins, and we see that, like, 
the apples with the blight are like they're they're full. So like there has been a significant amount of apples that are not great. It's like a little bit of farm lesson here. Not every crop is always perfect. It's just this is this is like we're getting agricultural lessons here on Pony. This is very important stuff. I know. This this should have the E and I educational informative label <laughs> on it now. So we cut to they're walking through town and Big Macintosh of all ponies is lecturing Applejack. Of course. It's like I was just telling Cousin Braver last week. Now there's a pony who knows how to put his back into a problem. Oh, hi there, filthy rich. Just rich, please. And I'd like you to meet my fiance, Spoiled Milk. Honey, this is Applejack and Big Mac, two of the hardest working ponies at Sweet Apple Acres. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I cannot get over some of the names in this show. It's one of my favorite things about reviewing random ponies. But the fact that we have a pony named Spoiled Rich, who now we get her backstory that her original name, her maiden name, her mare name, if you will, was Spoiled Milk. And it's so fitting. It it could not. I, I want to meet the rest of her family. I, I, I need that in my life. Mm. <laughs> I, I doubt we get it, but I in my brain, I'm creating it. And that's dangerous. I also find her cutie mark really funny in this context. Because, like, when we meet her in the present day, it's like, okay, you have a diamond ring. That's because you're a rich person. Mm -hmm. But here, she's a fiancé and she has a wedding ring. Maybe she didn't get her cutie mark until, like, she became this spoiled. (laughs) Maybe she's from dairy farmers. That would make so much sense. Oh, man. That'd be my guess. But she's spoiled because she's a rotten pony. (gasps) That makes so much See, I fixed it. I fixed it in my brain. (laughs) She's the black sheep of the milk family. She is. I, what are the other milk family members' names? So, uh, this, this is going to be a lot. Fortified <laughs> milk. Please don't let there be one called low-fat milk because that's just wrong. Yeah, no, that's not good. But that's the first thing I thought of, and I don't like that about me. Well, buttermilk. <laughs> oh, hmm. buttermilk. Uh-huh. That's amazing. Her twin brother's curds and whey. <gasps> I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy about this right now. <laughs> Now, dear, be nice. Sweet Apple Acres makes Zap Apple Jam. It's one of Dad's best sellers. You mean one of your best sellers? My amazing husband to be is running the rich family business now. Did you know that? Well, now you do. Don't mind spoiled milk. She's just proud of me. Uh, she's but she's right. I'm in charge of the store now, and I'm just bursting with ideas I want to try. Like what? Well, how about this? Uh, cider season's around the corner. Why not let me sell it for you? That is an interesting idea. Well, maybe it's interesting and maybe it ain't, but it's definitely not a new idea. Granny Smith told us your grandpa, Stinkin' Rich, used to ask her every year if he could sell our cider in your store. And Granny told him every year about the tradition of every pony in Ponyville lining up out at Sweet Apple Acre. Applejack makes her signature grumpy face. Because Macintosh will not stop pony-splaining to her. Stallion-splaining, if you will. Stallion-splaining. Like... This whole episode, I went, oh, oh, Big Mac. Oh, man, just shut up. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's a good lesson. It, it is. So Filthy Rich is like, well, start a new tradition. Well, now, as I've said many a time before, ideas are all well and good, but you can't plow a field. You know what? How about we give you three barrels of cider early? And if it sells well, we'll make a deal for the rest. Oh, hey, now perfect. Come on, honey. I got to get everything ready. Applejack just made a deal. She made a deal. She yells at Big Macintosh. Hoo-wee! 
I tell you, if the future means me running Sweet Apple Lakers and you being quiet, I can't wait. And now he makes his growly face at her. (laughs) I I just love all of this. Shut up, Big Macintosh stuff. (laughs) Like, he's never talked this much other than when he got a spell put on him. I know. He has once. It's when he was Cousin Orchard Blossom. Yes, he was Cousin Orchard Blossom at the very end. He he gave like his lovely speech to his sister. I love it. Ugh, Big Macintosh. He's just got the best heart and I love him and I kind of wish he talked more. <laughs> Which our headcanon has always been that he talks all the time. We just never see it. Uh, they go back to the barn and they run into Granny Smith. My Applejack here had another one of her big ideas. And I think we all know my position on ideas. Can't, can't plow, plow a field, field with them. <laughs> Eat right. <laughs> you, like, I love it. Like, oh, we're so close. We're so close to it. We're not going to give it to you yet. Nope. We're not. We're going to make you work for it. Oh, they tease us this episode. It's, it's so, so good. It's so fun. Big idea, hmm? Actually, more of an opportunity. You see, we ran into Filthy Rich in town. Did you know he's running the family store now? And what does this here opportunity mean for Sweet Apple Acres? Well, uh, since cider season is almost here, he, or, or I, I mean I, thought it'd be a good idea to give him a few barrels of cider to sell at the store before the season starts. Oh, is that all? Absolutely not. Giant smirk from Big Macintosh. <laughs> he's practically dancing with told you so, told you so. God, he's such a jerk. He is a jerk, which I also kind of love. <laughs> Let me get to see Jerk Macintosh. Mm-hmm. Jerkintosh. Jerkintosh. Mm. That's that's too much, David. I know. That's too far. <laughs> but Granny, why can't we sell a few barrels of cider early to Filthy Rich? And how is it any different than when you gave Zap Apple Jam to Filthy's Grandpappy to sell? Your cider and your jam ain't the same thing. Zap Apple Jam jars preserve the flavor for moons, but cider starts to spoil the second it comes out the press. That's why every cider season, all of Ponyville lines up at Sweet Apple Acres. First come is first served. Hm. All right, lovely more apple cider lesson. It's practical. It's it, always been practical. Yeah, mm-hmm. love it, love it. But in any case, Granny's not making exceptions. Uh, she's just a big fat no. And also, because the crop hasn't been as great, they're not going to have very much anyways. Yeah. Lots of apples in the bad pile. Yep. I am sorry, Applejack, but you's just gonna have to unpromise. Oh. And so now Big Mac and Applejack are walking back through town and we see flashback Miss Cherly with her crimped hair walking behind them. I missed this. <laughs> I did too. I, I didn't see it the first time and the second time I was like, <gasps> that's Miss Cherly with her crimped hair that we saw back in The Call of the Cutie. Oh, man. My favorite My Little Pony episode ever. Yeah, there's a lot of background stuff in this episode that I missed a bunch of times. When they decide to go full in on something, they pack it so insanely. They'll throw it in like two frames. Mm-hmm. And so they're on their way back to Filthy Riches and they're just, they're they're griping at each other. I hate to say I told you so, Applejack, but you and I both know you don't hate to say anything. <laughs> That is a burn. I love it. So good. Well, I've always thought that the most important thing a pony can do is say exactly what's on his mind to any pony who will listen. And every pony everywhere always knows everything they're thinking. And and you don't ever have to listen to any pony else. 
What? Exactly. Oh, I love this so much. Because again, it goes back to like, oh, he was talking too much. He was completely disregarding every pony else. Yeah. Like, without this scene, that doesn't make sense. And also, I like that we're having this argument with her brother, because if it was just another pony in town, it would not come off as well. No, but he's stallion-splaining to his sister. Yeah, the stallion-splaining would not... Uh, it would be a lot less palatable if it wasn't her brother. So we we show up at Rich's store. Well, if it ain't my new business partner. Uh, about the cider, Rich. Take a look at what I did last night. We made our deal. And he pulls a curtain open. And there's this really charming apple tree display. It's got crates. It's very cute. Filthy Rich knows how to sell stuff. Yeah, he's good at his job. Yeah. That's why he is filthy rich. I know. It's not just old money. His grandpa was stinking rich. Yeah, stinking rich. It's a family tradition. Yep. Uh, Pretty great, huh? The thing is, I don't think I can get you, Annie. What? Well, I did all this work on your say so. We shook hooves and everything. Well, you see, at Sweet Apple Acres, we've always been about quality. And while your basic jam jar will keep, plus it's been a tough harvest this year, what with all the blight. Okay, she hasn't lied yet. Not yet. She didn't lie. Like, that's true. But I love Macintosh walking out with the dumb face and the hoof hanging down explaining. (laughs) Still. Sounds to me like you're trying to make excuses. Whenever Granddad dealt with Granny Smith, she kept her word. If you can't do that, then maybe our family should stop doing business together. All together. Now, now, the thing is, Rich, it ain't really up to us. You see, Granny's, uh, sick. Wait, Granny's sick? I had no idea. Uh, yeah, no <sighs> pony did. Oh, they did it again! They did it again! <laughs> I like how how fast Filthy Rich pivots to genuine concern. Yes. Like, it's actually really sweet. Well, he actually cares about, and throughout this whole episode, he doesn't want to make her mad. And then, oh, she's not okay? Let me check on her. The Riches and the Apples are longtime family friends. Like, this is a very important relationship with them. I don't know, like... Oh, spoiled milk. Oh my god. Like, how's like how did she get into the mix? This is this is gonna bother me more. Arranged marriage to unite. Yeah, exactly. The the dairy and the dairy farm. Yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Man. They needed someone to be in charge of their distribution and it's filthy rich. There are cows in this universe. There are. It there makes are. no sense. This world is strange. And the cows I understand, it's the pigs that baffle me. <laughs> True. The, the pigs are interesting. Uh, what Big Mac means is, uh, we've been trying to keep it quiet. Don't want people to make rash decisions about doing business with Sweet Apple Lakers just because, uh, we're a little short-hoofed at the moment. Oh, my, oh, oh of course, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Please let me know if there's anything I can do. Much appreciated, but right now, well, only ask for your understanding during this difficult time. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to tell Rich the simple truth, but instead you made things worse with a giant lie. So we've cut back to the farm and Big Mac, they're they're sitting at a table. Big Macintosh is giving her this lecture (laughs) and Granny Smith comes in with a giant salad. Yeah, but that's only because I forgot to ask if we had any oat crumbles for this delicious looking salad, Granny. Yeah, I'll go take a look. She she goes back. (laughs) That was only because you made promises you couldn't keep but there's got to be a better way out of this mess than by making up some story about Granny being sick. Well, it worked, didn't it? 
knock on the door. I go open it. Oh, and it's filthy rich and spoiled milk. Welcome to the farce. Uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, sorry to drop in unannounced. We just wanted to come by to wish Granny a speedy recovery. Oh, see, he cares. And <laughs> Macintosh. Oh. Look, sis, our good friend, Mr. Rich, and his fiance are here. And they brought flowers for Granny on account of she's sick, like you said. Ain't that sweet? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what an ass. And so Granny Smith starts to like back her way back into the room. Uh, Excuse me one second. She pushes her into the kitchen and the salad goes everywhere. She like hip butts her. Yeah, it basically tackles Granny. Yep. Golly, what in tarnation? Oh, I'm sorry, Granny. I I didn't see you there. You came blasting in so fast, weren't possible to see nothing. Can can you go out to the barn? I I think I might have left a blight sprayer in the orchard. Are you out of your apple picking mind? It's supper time, girl. I know, but if we forgot a sprayer, I I want to get it before dark. Y- you go start counting and. I'll tell Big Mac we'll be right back, okay? So we cut back to the entryway. Big Macintosh has been telling Filthy and Spoiled uh, a story. So from that moment on, I took to referring to myself as big or large or... Oh, Applejack, your brother was just explaining why he always wears his yoke. Really? Really, writers? Like, you didn't tell us. We need to know. Rude. I need to know why he wears the yoke all the time when he takes it off Pinkie Pie says he's naked I know <laughs> it's important even though we asked how your grandmare is doing oh well you know how Big Mac can get to, to talking especially when he's upset and right now he's just as worried about Granny Smith as I am and so they they take them out to like the gate to the farm like get them away, as far away from Granny as humanly possible and Filthy Rich's concern, you know, is she doing that bad? Well, one thing's for sure. She she shouldn't be seeing any pony right now. And she sees Granny moving the, the stuff into the barn. She's pushing a crate of the blight sprayers into the barn. In fact, I'm getting more upset just thinking about it. Excuse me. And Applejack has to go and push Granny Smith again. Oh, what in the frilly fumadil has gotten into you? Sorry, Granny. I just decided if I helped you, you'd go faster. Well, you're too late. All the sprayers are here. Oh, good. Uh, say, Granny, when did you first fight the apple blot again? It was my second year here in Ponyville. Ah, oh, they was before I had to rick on the one knee. And <laughs> Applejack is just slowly sneaking out. Again, we're starting stories and we're not finishing them. Uh-huh. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, we go back to Big Macintosh talking again. And others say that's how the trees got to growing up tall. But to me, it's just how I got my cutie mark. This is the meanest thing ever. (laughs) I want to know how he got... Okay, I can forgive the yoke. Uh It could just be a fashion choice at the end of the day. But I need to know how Big Macintosh got his cutie mark. It's important. I'm mad. (laughs) Well, you just had to figure out how the trees got so big and tall. Uh-huh. I guess so. Oh, God. But we asked when we could come back to see Granny. Okay, I'm kind of on spoiled milk side. That's fair. Here. Like, she's like, like I what keep. What the hell? I'm asking you a question. You just keep telling me stories about crap I don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. 
uh, Big Mac didn't want to be rude, but you just can't see Granny right now because she's got apple blight. I thought only the trees got the blight. Yeah, that's usually the case. The doctors think it's from working in the orchards for so many years. You see, we had to take Granny to Ponyville General. We just got back right before he showed up. Oh my, that's terrible. Ew, it's, it's not contagious, is it? Um, I'm sure you'll be fine, but you should leave. <coughs> just in case. You're right. We're going to have to hurry if we're going to get there before visiting hours are over. That's right. Wait, get where? Why, the hospital, of course. I'm sure we'll see you there. And they have taken off running. Oh, Applejack. Yep. So- you did not account for the fact that Filthy Rich actually cares about Granny. He wants Granny to be okay. He's too decent. Again, like, we, we had the reformation of his daughter, Diamond Tiara, and like, oh, now we're learning that dad is not a complete jerk. It's just the spoiled. It's just mom. Mom's a problem. Mom is very much a problem. Yep, all right. Telling Filthy Rich that Granny's in the hospital just made everything a hundred times worse. What are we supposed to do now? I got it. Like, go to the barn. And Granny Smith has been telling a story. Drop my second best teeth right in the pig pen. And that was the worst case of apple blight I've ever seen. I'd love to hear more, Granny, but we gotta get to the hospital right away. The hospital? Why, who's sick? You are, apparently. (laughs) What he means is you're needed at the hospital. (laughs) Whatever for? It's the apple blight. It's starting to infect ponies now. The doctors need an expert opinion. No pony knows more about fighting blight than Granny Smith. Well, what in tarnation are we waiting for? Let's go! And... Big Mac, like, takes a big in- in gulp because he's about to start talking and Applejack just shoves an apple right in his mouth. Desperately needed at that moment. Just shut up, Big Mac. <laughs> shut up. This does make it clear that it's kind of a family trait to just keep talking even when no one's listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, just to keep telling stories and just go on and on and on. I, I do love it. So now we're at the hospital where the real hijinks ensue. And we've we've snuck Granny Smith in, but they have to go around back to avoid the waiting room because we don't we don't want to run into any ponies that might have the blight. Of course. So they throw Granny Smith into a room, and then they come back out. She's in a cap and a gown and a face mask. She looks like a surgeon. Yeah, she's dressed like a surgeon. She's ready to go. This is perfect. Now you don't have to worry about catching the blight. If you say so, dearie. Now you wait right here while I uh, check on your presentation. What in the rotten rhubarb is going on here? So Applejack takes off and she goes to the waiting room. And this is where we see our first rando pony option of the week. We see a receptionist who's got a pink kind of frizzy hair. And her name is Peachy Plume. She is not here for anyone's bullshit. She is not. She is very curmudgeonly and I appreciate that. Agree. Also, did y'all catch a look at the other ponies in the waiting room? Yes, they all look like they are in terrible need of assistance. Uh-huh. Like, they have heads wrapped, they've got uh, hooves and slings. Like, they look not good. One of them has a large, red, swollen ass. Oh, I, I did not see that. I had to pause and go back to make sure that I had seen that. And his cutie mark is a boot. Oh my goodness. Well. See, if I had caught that, I might have chosen that as a random pony <laughs> Also, one of them might be Trixie. Sort of hard to say. I didn't see Trixie, but later we do see Derpy. Mm-hmm. With bandages. All over her. Covering her eyes. Yeah, which explains a lot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, fancy meeting you two here. 
We told you we were coming. Again, I'm kind of with spoiled like, on this. She's not wrong. She's just mm. calling out, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you, ponies? A little bit. Well, I'm just glad we found you because I can't seem to find Granny's room or any nurses who've ever heard about a pony with apple blight. Granny's room. Uh, sure. Just go down here, take a left, then a right, go down some stairs, up a bunch more stairs, uh, through the cafeteria, left three more times, and then you're there. Easy as Granny's apple pie. <laughs> and so, like, they start to go and Applejack doesn't move. Uh, aren't you coming with us? Oh, I'll catch up. I gotta find Big Mac. Alright, so we run to the hallway and Applejack finds Granny Smith. Okay, Granny, just wait here one second and we can go. Where are you two going? And she's pushing Big Macintosh into a room. Big Mac can't come. He, uh, might be contagious. Contagious? And so, like, they get into the room and Applejack's trying to throw Big Macintosh onto this bed. Alright, climb up here and I'll cover you up. Then I'll bring Rich in, tell him you're Granny, but you're not allowed to take the sheets off. Moan a few times, he leaves, this whole thing is over. This is spinning way out of control, Applejack. Now, I know you thought selling cider in Filthy Store was a good idea, but it ain't worth lying to him about Granny being sick and needing to go to the hospital, or fibbing to Granny about them wanting her to come here talk about the blight, or Big Macintosh, please just listen to me for once. This ain't about my ideas. If Rich finds out about all the lies, he'll cut off ties with us, and the farm will go under. Now, do you want that to happen, or do you want to help? Why can't you be Granny? You're her size and this is all your fault in the first place. <laughs> I I love everything that's happening here. It's real like, good. He's lecturing her now, but he has a really good point. And she's she's the one who's not listening. She she is so used to being like, shut up, Big Macintosh. She just doesn't care. <laughs> and then he's just petty. Just, oh. You're her size and this is all your fault. <laughs> I, I, that's my favorite that is, delivery in this episode. <laughs> it's... It's so blunt and truthful and also like, this is all your fault. Like this, it's such a sibling thing to say too. But Applejack comes right back. I would, but if I let you do all the talking, you just ramble on and on until we all got caught. So he like groans and finally he gets on the bed. Just lay down, keep still and promise me you won't say anything for once in your life. Yep. (gasps) It happened. It's the beginning. (laughs) I love it. It's so good. He has nothing he can say to that. Oh, it's so, so good. <sighs> so Applejack goes to find Granny. Granny? Granny, it's about time. What is going on around here? Uh, Granny, they need you to wait here. I'll come get you. Shoves her in a closet. In a closet. <laughs> because she sees filthy rich and spoiled milk. There you are. We've been going in circles looking for Granny's room. Well, you're in luck because it's right over here. And this time, I'll make sure you don't get lost. So, like, the bed that Big Mac was on is getting wheeled out by some other ponies. What in the dadgum? What now? He, I I mean, she was right here. Oh, no. We gotta go. Is that Granny Smith? Where are they taking her? And so, like, now we're going down the hallway and, like, they're trying to follow this gurney. You two, don't lose that gurney. Cranny, what are you doing? You were supposed to stay there. It was a supply closet. Yeah, she's not having it. She's (laughs) she's come out of that closet. She's not happy with Applejack. Uh, Oh, uh, well, okay, come with me. Be quiet. You know, save your voice for the big presentation. And so, like, we start zigzagging through the hallways. Yet This is where we see Derpy all wrapped up. And then we find ourselves in a surgery gallery. 
Oh, but wait. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I The most important one. So right before that, like just before that, they pass the hallway. And as they go past the hallway, mm-hmm. there are two little twin shining ponies in the back of the hospital. What are they doing there? standing there. Being creepy. Yeah. We've already had one shining pony. They're holding hooves. We've had little Danny Trotrants. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's more shining ponies. It is creepy. And I think that's why I keep blocking it out. <laughs> because it's creepy. But also adorable. It's very cute. I'll allow it. <laughs> so then we make our way to this surgery gallery. And we meet our second rando pony of the week. Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> Which... I love a pun. So good. And it's a unicorn doctor pony. Mm. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but you can't come any closer without a gown and mask. But but that's my brother on there. Don't worry. This is our best doctor. She'll have your brother back on his hooves in no time. And so like Granny Smith comes comes on in. Now, apple blight is a serious disease. Did, Did she say apple blight? I think she said gasket mites. And once your trunk turns red like this, the only thing to do is prune the branches. Oh no, Granny! And of course, the branches, Big Macintosh's leg. Yeah. Did, <laughs> did, did you say prune them branches? Well, sure. What else you gonna do when the black gets this bad? And Granny Smith goes over to a table, pulls the sheet back, and grabs a saw. <laughs> Y'all, there's a bone saw in this episode of My Little Pony. <laughs> They were prepared to amputate a horse's foot. Uh-huh. Or hoof. They have hooves, not feet. Still. Oh, this show can be really dark sometimes. Yeah. In the most unexpected ways. Well, I love, I just love everybody's face. It's like, gasp, gasp. And then we go under the blanket to Big Mac going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So we're getting close to like the actual amputation of Big Macintosh's hoof. Every pony just stopped. This is all a big misunderstanding. Actually, it's a big lie. And so everybody is just... <gasps> big Mac? Granny Smith, what's going on here? Applejack? That is a darn good question. <sighs> I'm not sure if I was worried that no pony was listening to my ideas, or just nervous that I wouldn't be the one to end up running the farm, but I promised something to Filthy Rich that I couldn't deliver, and I was too embarrassed to admit it. So Granny was never sick? And there ain't no apple-blighted ponies? Nope. Yay. (laughs) Those were all lies. And I thought if you found out, you'd stop doing business with the farm. So I just kept telling more. So she's not a doctor? (laughs) Hippocratic Oath is like, wait a minute. (laughs) Like, no duh. No duh, duh. I love that Applejack is having this deeply personal moment in front of several doctors and nurses and a bunch of surgery fans. Yeah. Who have no idea what's going on or who this woman is. Nope. Nope. Sorry, who this mayor is. Yes. (laughs) Please don't make Granny and the farm suffer for what I did. This whole thing is my fault. That's not entirely true. Maybe if I paid more attention to what you had to say instead of talking all the time, none of this would have happened in the first place. I just need to talk less and listen more, especially to you. No. That's sweet. Oh, thanks, big brother. Whether it's me running Sweet Apple Lakers or you, I know it'll be in good hooves. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice, but I don't know what in blazes you two are talking about. I ain't going anywhere anytime soon. 
running the farm. Not after this display, not likely. And so, like, she goes right up to where Filthy Rich is. And don't you go getting any ideas about cutting ties with Sweet Apple Acres, or I'm going right to your grandpappy. Get me? Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. I love spoiled is like, ew, get away from me. <laughs> like, these ponies are crazy. Why are we doing business with them? <laughs> Why are we in a surgical theater? There's there's that too. How there's we, a lot of important how, questions. How did we get here? Why is this a thing? Lies. Don't tell lies. Yeah, lies. Or your brother could lose his hoof. Uh-huh. That's but, that's what we're dealing with. But also filthy and spoiled must have had a conversation out in the hallway somewhere. About like what which room are we going in? What? This seems to be escalating quickly. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> now who here still wants to hear about the apple plot? And every pony in that gallery raises their hoof. They were like, well, the story's good. I mean, we need to hear it. We, we have to finish this out. We have to see this through now. We all scrubbed in. Yep. Now when I was a filly. And we cut back to present day and we're in the barn. And We didn't tell the story still. No, we still don't know what happened about Apple Blight. Ugh. I can't believe you told all those lies. It's not a story I'm proud of, but it taught me a lifelong lesson about being honest. And I hope you learned something too. I sure did. I learned that no pony starts out perfect, and sometimes you gotta make a few mistakes to figure out who you are. Yep. But I think the most important thing I learned is who really runs Sweet Apple Acres. Granny! Granny. You're darn tootin'. Every pony quit your lollygaggery and get back to work. Right after we have a glass of cider. (laughs) The end. It's so cute. It's just so sweet. (laughs) Like, pony shenanigans, but also adorable. Okay, there's really only one thing, one very important thing that needs to happen. Yes. And that is that you have to decide a random pony of the week. I do, and it's an easy choice. It's got to be Peachy Plume. Yeah! I love her color scheme, I love her hair, and I love that she is done with every last iota of this shit. (laughs) I mean, that's like... The perfect mixture for a rando pony. And attitude is usually what seals it for me when I choose them. She's like, I have a waiting room full of traumatized ponies. What the heck are you talking about with apple blight? That's not a thing. (laughs) She's definitely also been talking to spoiled milk for a couple of minutes. Oh, it's not great. No, no. Poor, poor Peachy Plume. (laughs) All right. So Peachy Plume is it for the week. Thank you so much for being with us to talk about the Apple family. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. If people want to find more of you, where can they find more of it? I am at Mr. Reciprocity on Twitter and also Instagram, I guess. And I make an actual play podcast called The Chimera. We play a few different RPG systems. We sort of focus on making unexpected characters in unlikely situations. So you can check that out to hear me play a finance elemental or an acid spitting ex-con or a hippopotamus bartender. (laughs) Oh, I hadn't heard about the hippopotamus bartender. Oh, my. I also occasionally produce and hope to revive this year uh, Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play anthology called The Exquisite Lich where we have different people on in every episode to do one shots that build the setting as we go. Oh, very cool. And that's been kind of on hiatus for almost a year now, but new year. This is it. This is new year. Things are happening. Yep. Yep. It's 2020. We can do it. We can do it. Make good stuff with good people. That's the goal. 
Yes. Well, that's awesome again. Thank you so much. And until next time. Bye, every pony. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.